Hi, and welcome back to I Used to Watch This, a podcast where we go back and watch our TV favorite TV shows from uh, 70s and 80s when we were kids and see what we think about them now. I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. All right. How you doing, Mike? Good. How you doing? All right. Are you ready to go? Let's hit it. All right. What do we want to talk about first? Uh, first, I think we want to thank all our uh, followers on Facebook and the people we've been interacting with online. Um, some great conversation taking place about some of the past shows we've done. The uh, uh, you know special episodes and uh, toys that they go along with that. It's been, it's been yeah, a lot of cool to toys yeah. and a lot of good conversation too. Even about uh, a couple of people have had the DVD sets for uh, Greatest American, American Hero. Hero. So uh, got a little info on some of that. So far, I have not found anyone though that had the DVD box set that came with the cape. Which, if anyone uh, has that, please post a picture. <laughs> I'd like to see what it looks like. <laughs> you don't have to be dressed in it. I just kind of was wondering what it looks like. Yeah, but the dressing in it, it would be a bonus. Right. And well, and I know that the one person took a picture, had a picture with William Cat, remember? Yeah, and he had the instructions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one guy so with the instructions. That someone was awesome. had it. Actually, if you have a picture of the instruction manual, I kind of want to see what that looks like, too. I, didn't, I don't know if there's anything written in it or not. I just, yeah, I'd like to know. Right. I mean, not that it's going to tell us how to actually use the suit because <laughs> we don't have it right exactly but we might be able to figure something out and um yeah and then, uh, also if you know and if you go on there and uh, if you're on itunes if you can give us a rating and review that always helps uh, helps other people find us um uh, all the subscribe links are on the website so if you go to the i used to watch this.com if you follow the link through that way um I'll, you can subscribe to everything on there itunes google play like we talked about uh tune in um whatever else yeah, stitcher yeah. there's everything out there so uh it'd be great if you can uh, do that and, and uh, i think pass I think, the word along yeah i think our uh, social media links are all available on the website right as well. right just to reiterate uh twitter is I used to the number two watch this. Um, I Instagram is I used to watch this spelled T O, and I, and then Facebook is facebook.com slash I used to watch this right, right spelled out. So that's uh, pretty much it. All right. So what are we watching today, or what did we watch for today? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> what we watched for today was Magnum PI, the pilot episode. And I don't know if it's don't eat the snow or please don't eat the snow. <laughs> please don't eat the snow. Yeah. Um, it was. Don't eat the snow in Hawaii or something like okay. that, All right. which I guess makes sense. But this is another Glenn A. Larson show, which we were talking a little bit before this, which is Knight Rider, same guy. Right. Uh, right. With He's along with Donald P. Belisario, which they did a lot of stuff together. I wrote down again, Battlestar Galactica, Airwolf, uh, Quantum Leap, Tales of the Gold Monkey. So uh, some of the same people, which uh, comes into play in some of this episode. I don't know if you've noticed that. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll see what I'm talking about. But yeah, Don't Eat the Snow in Hawaii Part 1 and 2, uh, which is the pilot. And um, I will say, for me, the first thing I noticed, the music. It didn't have the, the intro I was expecting. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. At least the version I was watching online, it did not have that. You know. Oh, okay. I thought, you know so I wrote that it did have the... <laughs> <laughs> the music I don't know. Was I watching the wrong version? I, I don't know. I don't know if we watched different. I mean, because even cuts, the intro was a little bit different because the intro was definitely different, right? Because what they had is at first I wasn't sure what the uh, imagery. I guess you want to say it was almost like they were doing like a silhouette thing, and it turned out to be the symbol on their uh, the uh, rings. The rings. Yeah. Right. So it was which you did like show a, in the beginning of the show too. It was sort of like a 
I don't know, like a, a cross of some type with like right and. I, yeah, I don't even know really what it was. But. Yeah, when it was a pilot too, it was a pilot movie, so maybe they didn't know if they were going to get picked up. You know, we maybe should have done some research on that, but uh, it's more fun this way. So anyway, we start off uh, with what Tom Selleck coming out of the water, looking all hunky. Yeah, so, yeah, he gets, he, he's on some <laughs> short shorts of uh, Iron Man swim. Right, he's and, got uh, a bag tied to him, and you know. It's, First thing on my head, I'm wondering, like, it's a, is he on a mission? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and I guess he kind of was, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he, he was, was on kind of his own mock mission. So, right. This is where this is where we learn. Um, and Mike, you mentioned this, Mike F. Um, really, this episode sets up the scene for pretty much the entire series. You get the whole background on, you know. So Magnum's history, his right. friends, mm-hmm. what what's he, you know, why is he driving a Ferrari? Right. It all comes together right here in the first episode. Right. You're, part if of you it missed the first episode, you may, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember what the rest of them were like, but you may be kind of like, what, how, you know, what is this guy, millionaire? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, a lot of it's through the typical voiceover, right? Right. right. So it kind of starts out with the voiceovers. Yeah. Is, yeah. So it's, it's uh, Magnum comes out of the water, gets his gear. He sneaks up around to this gate and he explains that he has been hired by a famous writer, Robin um, Masters. Robin Masters. Yeah. Uh, and his job is to find security breaches. So he's breaking in, he's picking the lock on the gate, he's gonna he's gonna go in and try to steal a Ferrari as just kind of a, a starting point. Right. Um, so that sets the stage. And I and I thought, to be honest, I thought like that's a great beginning. This is a great beginning to a show. Right. And a great job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also be, so yeah, so his payment for that is that he gets to live in the guest house. Right. He get, lives in the guest house. He gets to drive the Ferrari. Yeah. That kind of comes later that he says. Right. But I, agree yeah. It, yeah. I think so. And, uh, and it's, now I can't remember now if I, I wrote this, but did he actually say something where he helped Robin Masters out in some way? That's why he got this job or is this something I read? But they kind of allude to that fact later on. That that's I, how we I, got this gig. I don't remember that in the show. Okay, so maybe I just, I just wrote that down because yeah. that's what it was alluded to in the gig. But uh, yeah, so it's I mean, it's a great job, and he he does manage to get in. He break gets through that gate. He tricks the dogs, right? Zeus yeah, and so the dogs. If you're a fan of the show, uh, you remember the dogs Zeus and Apollo, the uh, Doberman Pinchers, um, super well trained uh, guard dogs. And under Higgins' complete control, right? Uh, but Thomas and does not listen to Magnum at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 they don't like him. Um, but he manages to trick them away, like kind of, and he, he lures them out. Actually, right. Like, it, and so he lures them out <laughs> onto the outside the gate and shuts the gate on that. And I'm thinking, like, I hope that's a private beach or something, because if there's like. Some kid walking with a sand bucket. He's about to get mauled by these dogs. Yeah, they're too focused on Magnum right now. Yeah. But uh, um, we do also get to see um, an early flashback of him in Nam with his friends. They do show in that – because that's when he starts remembering. He rubs his shoulder to show the bullet hole. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, was dual. You get to see the ring and the Yeah, right. I think that was the whole point. So they can kind of tie everything together. But you had – they showed, I think – uh, Rick in that part, right? They showed Rick. Rick, and I forgot the other guy's name. TC. TC. I don't know if they show TC came later because he was in the helicopter. Yeah, right. But then they do show one dude who are like, oh, that's Robert Loggia. Remember, you know who he is? Uh, big. He was in Big. He's got that gravelly voice. 
I don't remember. Oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> they showed him. He was like the like the. I don't know if you want to say platoon leader. I don't oh, know yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's the guy on the radio. Yeah, I've seen that guy in other things. Yeah, right? exactly. You know who he is. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they show all them to kind of again same thing where it sets up how the shows who the people are on the show, right? That you know that these guys have known each other since well Vietnam, right? Right. You see, you kind of get to learn his whole network, uh-huh. you know, like how he knows these people on the island, right. and, and you know exactly. And, and um, these tight connections. Right. And he does get into there, right? He gets in the, so he runs across the yard, gets in the Ferrari. Of course, Higgins put a new uh, alarm on there. He's got to punch a code. Yeah. He has one minute to figure out the code. <laughs> right. Or the and car. Higgins is, is walking up to the car. Right. Like almost mocking me, like knowing that, <laughs> you know, I've no got it. no way. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he's, he's, you know, plugging away, trying to figure that out random. I don't know what he's doing. And finally, it dawns on him. It's like, it must be. Uh, Robin Masters' personal phone number. Right, exactly. And somehow he knows it. Right. So, yeah, (laughs) I guess, again, establishing that they had some prior connections. Right. Um, Yeah, so he gets it and he, he... he takes off. Right. Uh, and I did like, they did, he did do a quick camera look though. You notice when he got in the car, he's like, what <laughs> <laughs> are those? I, Cause I, he's done that. He does that more. I think later on he does that. And if I, I remember correctly, uh, so the dogs were chasing, like heading towards him at that point. He, right. Like, well, and the girls, the lock. and the girls stopped it. Yeah. And the girls came to the car and they're like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? So there's a couple of girls staying at the estate. Right. Um, and I didn't know, did they, they say anything about who they were in the beginning? No, they just said Robin Masters guests, right. you know, are open to stay there. And the way they were, I'm like, are these like some Playboy playmates yeah, or something? Because yeah, yeah. the way they were dressed and the way they kind of, yeah, they were like, I, yeah. Well, it's not actually the way they were dressed, but the way they promoted them in a sense in the show made it seem like that. Yeah, but, clearly. Uh, but uh, he does. Uh, he manages to get out of there. He backs out of the driveway about 30 miles an hour, and <laughs> he pulls through, and. Right there is uh, where you get the. That's kind of how it starts off, right? Because then right. he does then that cut, whole thing. Cut where, to the opening sequence. Right, a sequence where he peels out basically in the grass, right? And that's when I was expecting the music. And at least the version I watched was different music. So I don't know. Maybe I was just mesmerized. I was, I was kind of mad about that. I even wrote, what the hell is this music? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was not the same stuff. Yeah. I, I, I know the intro wasn't the same because, like you said, it had that silhouette of the ring. Right. And exactly. Like, what is that? Yeah. It hadn't clicked yet. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely different music. Yeah. And then, um, as I said, it was the same, uh, I noticed the same, like the producer and all that kind of stuff. And then I noticed right away in the credits, I'm like, wait a minute, that girl's name sounds familiar. She was in the pilot for Knight Rider too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, catch that. Yeah. Um, now, which girl? Like the... So she was the one whose uh, husband got killed in uh, her brother Knight Rider got, one. Her brother. Her brother. Yeah, yeah, her brother, brother got, got killed. I don't know. No, no, her brother in this show, husband in the other show, and great on uh, Knight Rider. He worked for the. He was security dude for. Uh, oh, that's the same yeah, girl. Okay. That's the same person. I didn't yeah. make that connection. Yeah. Very observant. That's my deep research. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so Magnum's going to uh, the airport to pick up his friend who's coming in from Japan, and um, it looks like he works for um, shoot. What is it? Uh, Navy intelligence. Right. right. He shows flashes badge to get through. So they Customs don't have to look through whatever. all his bags yeah. or stuff or whatever. But unfortunately, he does not meet up with Magnum in time because some bad guys come up to him and said, hey, the captain wants to see you. Like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm supposed to be meeting Magnum. We're going to go out and have beers. I didn't say that, but 
Um, but I did notice, was that guy operating the gate also in Greatest American Hero? <laughs> I, I don't have that keen of options. Yeah, you know, I meant to look it up. So if anyone notices, let us know. Um, oh, and also I didn't know when he goes through the gate, the uh, license plate didn't say, because um, don't, don't they say like Robin 1, Robin 2 in the series? And oh, these, maybe, these yeah. were not personalized plates. Okay. They were just regular generic plates. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know why Good that catch. was a big deal. Master of observation. Well, right. You know, I was trying to find some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, these guys take him, basically take uh, his uh, Magnum's friend out in the alley and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems like because I was a little confused. I'm like, all right, they dump him out of the car. He seems alive. Right. But then shortly afterwards, we, we find out he, he passed away. Right, exactly. And you're like, they just hit him in the belly. What? <laughs> How did he die? I mean, how hard did they hit him? But then it turns out, why did he die? What was in his belly? Um, he stuffed, uh, I don't know, 10 ounces of Coke. Which, Someone made him swallow it or something. Right, yeah. which I'm thinking maybe they didn't show it. I guess, I'm guessing those guys shoved it down his throat when yeah. he was in that car. Right. Right? Right. I mean, they didn't have that much time, but what did they do? <laughs> <laughs> here, take these. Yeah. <laughs> swallow mean, these now. Yeah, here, here's some water. Uh, swallow these now quickly. I mean, I, I don't know because was he un- he wasn't unconscious when he came out of the car, right? No, because he was like trying to crawl up that. Fence. Yeah, like, and he saw a Magnum yeah, at the like, end Magnum. too. Yeah, after he got beat up. Yeah, that was really weird. Um, yeah. But I guess that's what happened, and they they were just obviously trying to set him up a little for later, so right, right. They wouldn't be looking at the real reason, which we won't reveal yet. So now we have a case. Now there's a case, right? So. Um, so basically, uh, we go back uh, to Magnum goes back to his place, right? Because he's like, well, my friend blew me off and he tries to call him. Right. But first, um, doesn't – so I wrote here, and I don't know when this happened. So the girls were outside or something. Didn't you remember? He was, getting, he was going to call his friend. He called like the base or something like that. And he has a phone and he runs down the stairs and then he runs back up. He's, he's like hanging this, the phone off the railing. Yeah. He's got this phone with a super long cord <laughs> yeah. to the wall. And then he's got like a really long. You know, back in the day, phone. kids, phones had cords. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Old school, but he could move around in his entire house. Right. Because it was like four square feet. So, yeah. So he's running up and down the stairs, looking at the door at these girls who right. are like swimming topless. Right. And then I was trying to figure out, I'm like, what is he trying to get to? Well, then he pulls out got our binoculars, like some sort of green right. The beeping Tom, right, but right. hey, you know, I guess that's part of his job. He's running security. He's got to have. Uh, he's got to check out to make sure everything's yeah, on the up and up. You know, it's funny when you said <laughs> binoculars because I love in those old shows when someone's looking through binoculars. Oh, you get that like uh, they kind of black out the frame around it, so right? It looks like you can get the right. Yeah. Did they do that here? I didn't even notice. They did it all over the. Place. They did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really paying that yeah, close attention. Also, because I was watching on my computer, <laughs> the image was like, <laughs> so I had it small so I could uh, type at the same time. Yeah. Um, but then there's another flashback right after that where they're back in Nam again, where they're showing more, showing more so uh, Robert Loggia or whatever. But what I was trying to figure out, and I, I should have looked it up and I did it, and I don't know if they mentioned I missed it. So the ring, so obviously the, these guys are in the Navy. Were they some, like in some special... Uh, forces type thing or something in the Navy? Yeah. Did they say? Did I miss it? So the only thing that was mentioned is that, Tom, like Thomas said, it's the team ring. Where's the team right, ring? Right, exactly. Yeah, I heard so, him say that, but I didn't know if 
they yeah, were, they didn't say if it was some special operations group, but it, I mean, I'd imagine it is. Yeah, I, I, I okay. I wasn't sure if like um, if that's like something we should know because they had those those uh, those hats on. Uh, I don't know what you call them, like like, like green beret hats, but something like oh, that. Yeah, like they had I, you know, like and I don't you know I don't unfortunately know much about different military. Uh, like things like that, so I wasn't sure if I just if I should know just by looking at it. Yeah, I, I was probably so I'm looking up. really quick on the, which is always good uh, podcasting is look up something as you're talking, but I don't see anything that's jumping out at me that says what he was. But I I did notice and I forgot now if they said it was because remember I said it was Glenn Larson and that uh, Donald P. Belisario guy. Um, one of them they said they do tend to, I think it's the. Belisario guy, like he likes to have his people, like his main characters be in some branch of the military because he was a military guy. He was in the Marines. Okay. So a lot of his shows, at least one person, if not all of them, were in some sort of military thing. Got it. At least back then. Um, but yeah, so I'm not seeing anything. So if anyone knows, if you know, feel free to jump in and put a comment out there and let us know what. Uh, it is. I'm sure we could easily find it if we weren't actually talking at the same time we're looking something yeah. up. <laughs> so I know we talked about this in the past shows. We kind of went to the age topic, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at Tom Selleck, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't. I have no concept of how old he is on uh-huh. this show, and I know he's aged, right? But he's still like the same. Like right. to me, whenever I see him, he's uh-huh. exactly like I remember him. Right, young or old. Did you look up how old he was then or no? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to taint that. Yeah, um, I, I know now he's like 72 or something like that, 72, 73. But I did, and I don't know why I didn't actually put up, uh, I did look up some stuff on these guys. Um, but TC, he was like almost 10 years older than those guys. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Pretty I mean, but they were, you know, these guys are probably like late 20s, early 30s. So it's not really going to be that much of a difference, you know, if he's like late 30s and they're late 20s or whatever. Right. But he was close in age to uh, Higgins. Okay. Yeah. And I guess. Again, I have no idea. Who right, right, right. Well, and Higgins, well, and that's the thing, like in that show, like Higgins, they made him seem like he was like 30 years older than yeah. um, Magnum. And he probably was only like 10, 15, maybe at the most. Right. But I did notice, I did find that uh, the actor, Roger, uh, I wrote Mosley, but I think that's an autocorrect. I think it's Mosley, who played TC. Actually, was a pilot, helicopter pilot. They didn't let him actually fly on the show uh, for insurance purposes, I'm sure. But uh, he uh, he was, um, and uh, also Tom Selleck was really in the military. But Larry Minetti, the guy who plays uh, Rick, he's... Um, He's on the radio, like a CRN digital radio. I guess he has a radio show with his wife. I guess he used to have like for several years, like a daily thing. And now it's like uh, once a week or whatever. It's like he has like has Hollywood friends come on that day. He knows and talks to. Oh, nice. It's called like, and then that radio channel, they have a show called The Lounge. And I guess they they uh, change up people who do it. And he's one of the guys. So. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I meant to go look up and listen to a show, but I didn't have time. It's funny about that character too, because like on the pilot he seemed a little he was a little sleazy and in, in that you know his he's got yeah. this bar and he, you know, they call yeah. it uh ice castle or something right steal coke out of there rick's cafe american yeah right. <laughs> That's what it was so, so right it's, but, he did seem a little on the shady side yeah it? yeah and then in the later episodes and this could just be my you know naive childhood memory i just remember him being kind of a nice plain guy but 
right? Maybe right. He's always yeah, he worked at the King Kamehameha Club uh, later. I, <laughs> <laughs> I re- yeah, I don't know why I remember stuff like this. <laughs> and then I can't remember things when I go to the grocery store. But, um, yeah, he – and, and we'll, we'll have to see when we go back to the show. But it, from what I remember, it almost seemed like that when he worked at the King Kamehameha Club that – like Robert Masters owned it because it seemed like Higgins had some connection to that. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where this, there's certainly no way, no way Higgins had it because right. this place was definitely a little on the sleazy side. Right, right. And yeah, and I, like I, I, I mentioned about that later, but we'll, we'll get into that as we get further. Right. So anyway, finally Magnum figures out this guy's dad, his friend, uh, which I, for whatever, is it Dan? I didn't, I didn't write his name down. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, so he goes to the airport to meet the the kids, the guys, his friend's family. One of them's the admiral, so you know he's a high up in the food chain. Right. And then it's his sister. It's the one we're talking about. Right. And so she comes like strolling off the plane all hammered. Yeah. With some dude. It was. Yeah, she comes off the plane lit, super loud. And right. Like, this high pitched yeah. voice. And, and don't get me wrong, I understand. You just found out your brother was killed. You're going to be yeah. a little emotional and you're probably getting, you know. Right, do a little bit of drinking to kind of dull the nerves, but that guy seemed like he was worried back it was going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. It's like I didn't know your boyfriend was going to be here. He's big, <laughs> and yeah, and he looks like the typical you know balding middle aged guy. And here right. comes back and strolling up the hair, basically pushing out of his shirt, <laughs> <laughs> mustache, you know, and his you know he's you know manly man of all. And I want anyway. Um, so, oh, so then basically, uh, so, so, so well, you know, while yeah. that's all happening, there's a little narration going on. And, and one thing that Ragnum says to himself is, if I'd been there in time, maybe I could have seen Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. When the plane was pulling up. This, yeah. I mean, this, yeah, yeah, I think that. Right. Exactly. I don't know if you're going to think maybe I would have saved his life. You might think maybe he wouldn't be dead. But, right. Because you know, you're thinking maybe he wouldn't have gone with those guys or whatever. Right. But whatever happened. It's really Higgins' fault for installing that alarm. When <laughs> you think about it. So it was really not Magnum's fault. Right. And I mean, what was his backup plan if he wasn't able to steal the car? He'd have to look I don't at know. Walk. Uh, he was already running late. So I'm not sure what he would do. Yeah. He, I don't know what he would have done. He would have had to beg for the car. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Magnum goes and talks to the captain. Um, captain Cooley. Captain Cooley. Right. Because he thinks it's bullshit that this guy got, you know, he's like, there's no way. He's like, you know this guy. Because I guess, I don't know. I don't know if this guy was their captain or he was. Yeah, it seems like the way it tied yeah. was that Captain Cooley was their captain. Yeah, he didn't like these. He didn't like Magnum or his dead friend because the friend's dad was a admiral, or whatever. right? Yeah, and he kind of helped them move through the military ranking a little faster than right. Yeah, he thinks that they yeah they that they got special treatment, right? Which they probably did. <laughs> but what are you going to do about it, right? But uh, understandable, but uh, he does let him look at the files a little bit, but he certainly does not like him at all. So he doesn't really give him a whole lot of information that says that, hey, he wasn't in on any special assignment or anything. And, you know, he's obviously just a bad dude that was trying to run drugs or whatever. You know, we'll, the Admiral will figure this out later. Although we never see the Admiral, so we don't know who. No, right. He just kind of hides because he's, he's disgraced. In, he's in I don't morning. know. Well, yeah, I think he's in mourning, but also he's like, well, shit, <laughs> my kid just got busted and I'm the admiral. Yeah, right, right. And the daughter, you know, or the sister said, you know, hey, you know, the admiral, you know, he doesn't want to fight this because what if it's true? Right. And then he's saying, you know, 
but he hopes you will Magnum. You know, so. Yeah, okay. I don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> Little ray of hope. That's yeah. All. You can figure it out if anyone can, Magnum. All right. So anyway, he goes and she's trying to get information. So then he sees one dude that he knows uh, uh, coming off the base in the Corvette. So he tries to you know, get him to say, hey, let's go meet for drinks. I want to buy a beer, basically, to get information. He doesn't say that, but... He's like, no, I got to uh, date. <laughs> I got to go somewhere. And he takes off, and then Magnum, you know, bolts out after him. So basically, you have a Corvette and, uh, and a Ferrari <laughs> racing down the street in the middle of uh, Hawaii. Yeah. So, so they end up meeting for that beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little exchange happens. He's just like, like Mike just said, he's trying to get some information from him. The, the kid doesn't want to, you know, give him too much. Right, uh, because he doesn't want to get in trouble, which is you know, understandable. no, understandable. Right, um, but at this point, I noticed, or at some point around this time, um, that kid mentioned like, "Oh, you're driving this sixty thousand right. dollars Ferrari," <laughs> or someone meant somehow someone did, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, damn, sixty thousand dollars Ferrari. It's like minivans cost sixty. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get a <laughs> get a minivan with all the bells and whistles and sixty grand. Yeah, that's crazy. I still want one of those cars, by the way. Yeah, um, and you can get them for not cheap, but sixty thousand yeah. dollars. No, actually, I've seen some less than that. You know, in the upper forties or whatever. But you know, those things are probably so much money to sink into. But oh, sure. that would be awesome. I would love to do that. Just yeah. just to drive it around for the day, and just you know. Right. Get uh I'd have to grow a mustache for the day and uh get uh what do you always wear? Uh Detroit Tigers hat or a Brooklyn Dodger? One of those ones. Uh, he wore he always wore he always wore baseball hats, but anyway. That's what I would want to do. Um so yeah, so my, my question was, do they just go to some random marina? Because did anyone yeah, want to vote like, there? <laughs> just walk around and just die. I mean, because like a lot of those aren't don't you have to be like members who go in? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he just like, well, this, this is Robin Masters Ferrari, so right. I can just go anywhere I want. You know Robin Masters, right? He write, he writes all those trashy books. Yeah, so they <laughs> so they, they chat for a bit and then basically the the kid agrees, okay, I'll you know, if I hear anything, I'll let you know. Yeah. Magnum, you know, gets in the Ferrari, takes off. Um, at this point, this old beat up rusty, I think it was a Dodge Charger. Uh, I think it was, I think it's a Challenger. Maybe a Challenger. Yeah, yeah a Challenger. I tried to look closely. Yeah. Um, is following the Ferrari. So right. for, my first thought, not a chance. Right. Well, no yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I wrote. I'm like, so they're gonna go chase a Ferrari in this jalopy. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they stayed within shooting distance of the Ferrari for a while, yeah. For a while, which they were just randomly shooting a machine gun out the side of the car. Might hit something down the road, I'm sure. Until they they roll off the road, um, not sure why, but they right. drove off the road, rolled, car caught on fire, mm-hmm. exploded. Yeah, Magnum's like he even says in the voiceover, basically he's like, yeah, I didn't want to get caught up in all this like right. you know filling up paperwork, paperwork and stuff, <laughs> so I took off. Yeah, so, I so don't he, care if they're dead. So he leaves, and, and then you know the, the one of the guys survives. He crawls right. out somehow. He made it. Yeah, um, I did note that there was some uh, really kind of happy music though while they were running down the camera shooting at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what it was like, but it was kind of weird. But uh, I, and actually, he even said it um, that at one point he's like, "Then I realized I had much more car than they do." And yeah, he just takes off. So. Uh, he, I mean, I granted, if someone's shooting at you, yeah, I'm going to be a little freaked out at first. But then he's like, but he was also some 
yeah, special but, forces yeah, or right. whatever. I, here, I'm just thinking you just punch it. And yeah, on. exactly. And they did they they did put up a good chase. But did you notice a couple of times when they took hard turns, there was only like gas pouring out of the side of the car? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell kind of gas wow. thing is in there? Yeah, it was literally like pouring out the you side. Forgot to like, put the cap on. Right, I guess. I guess, but high speed car chase. It was an older car, so maybe it didn't have a different type of uh, gas system, so it would easily yeah. spill out. But that was definitely not like something they did on purpose. I think it was just like they found a piece of shit car <laughs> that they can roll. So like, oh, and it, like, there's, there's yeah. gas. <laughs> <laughs> that could come in handy. Yeah. Right? Oh, and I, I did like also too. You said so you didn't want to get caught up in paperwork, and he's like, and I drove 35 miles an hour the rest of the way home. <laughs> I didn't get that. What? I guess he was afraid because you know he didn't want to almost die again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, it was pretty funny. But anyway, so they get back and then. Um, or he gets back and he meets up with Higgins and uh, basically Higgins sets up some ground rules. I guess in the meantime, did he talk to Robin Masters and say like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, no, security's great. He's like, why did you do that? You know, Higgins like, why did you do that for me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So they, a little bonding took place. Yeah, there exactly. He's depreciated. Magnum, yeah. Magnum didn't admit to stealing a car. He's like, no, this place is rock solid. Higgins has this under control. Right. So, you know, Higgins is like, what, you know, why did you tell him that? Yeah. And he's like, well, you owe me one. No, yeah. No. And so, so that's, like, yeah. yeah. So that's where they set down the ground rules. Hey, you right. can stay in the house. Right. You can drive the car. Can't um, use the tennis courts or anything unless you ask right. first or something. Right. It sounded like yeah. that. Yeah. And then uh, that's when they go, he's like, you want a drink? And he's like, no. And then he's like, I'll have that drink now. And then, you know, he starts to, Magnum goes to salute, uh, to go to us like to French. I don't even know what he said. Higgins is like, the first drink is always for the regiment. <laughs> and Tom's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So they had whiskey. Yeah. yeah. And then had his without ice. Right. Because then I'm not going to water down my drink he's, like some damn American yeah, or something like no that. American. He's like, <laughs> I'll drink his whiskey warm and undiluted. Right. And that's when he said something to him like, well, it's a pity you could be more like your sister. Right. And I'm like, wait, he has a sister? Right. I wrote that down too. I'm like, does this come back? Right. Like, I thought maybe there was, he had a sister that had been there before and we didn't know about it. I don't right. know. It was kind of weird. I haven't wrote, what the hell was that about? So then, he, you know, he, he goes in. Uh, he did something first. I don't know what he did. Like, got a beer, made a phone call or something. Yeah. Um, but the, the shower's running. So he right. goes and sees, like, hey, who's in the shower? Right. And, it's the the dead friend's sister, right? And he clearly goes in and like peeks in there. <laughs> <laughs> I but now having said that, he didn't know who was in there, True. right? So it could have been anybody. Well, maybe not anybody. But she like gets all freaked out, which understand it should be freaked out. But she's like mad at him. I'm like, well, you just went <laughs> in. The, you didn't say anything. You just know you're in there. Didn't even say you're coming. Right, exactly. So, but I guess she said that to him. So yeah, Higgins would let her in, which is smart. Yeah, wise move. Yeah. And then she ends up covering up the rest of the show when she yeah. starts making comments about her brother. Higgins is all like, your brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my, my stepbrother. mother's <laughs> wife's uncle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like, remember, and then at that point, um, didn't he, 
Because he, she like tries to basically make out with him or something like that. Oh too, yeah, or something, yeah, right? Yeah. You yeah, know, she like closes her eyes and she's all ready for a big kiss. Right, and then he kisses her on the forehead, which I thought was very admirable. You know, she's, you know, this is his friend's sister. Why would you want to do something like that? But then he like throws her on the bed. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, she really yeah, had she that towel well. on tight. <laughs> she took it well too. I thought yeah. she'd be pissed, but she was like, ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I don't know anyone that could put a towel on like that and it doesn't uh, doesn't fall off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. But that's a movie or a Hollywood towel. It's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're oh yeah, and that's right. So he and that's what he does. He calls Rick. Oh, he, that's right. He calls Rick because he wants a meeting with Snow White. And that's when they show <laughs> it's Rick. Hilarious. And he's in this white tux. <laughs> he's in a white tux, and the way they're talking is like in code. Right. I, I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, exactly. And he looked, and that's what I remember. I could, he, he didn't really so much here, but in later seasons, he looked. He reminds me of Ray Liotta. Yeah. Right? He kind of yeah. looks, I mean, they're, you know, good fellows. Both, yeah, both Italian dudes. But anyway, um, but yeah, this, that's your first, you know, thing where you, you see Rick and he's basically kind of yeah. the whole thing where the brotherhood, I think they make sure that you see Rick's ringer, finger on his ring on his finger, right? His ringer on his finger. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. But uh, so, um, so, so in that conversation, he tells Thomas. Thomas Sullivan Magnum, mm. just to get the just to get the Sullivan part in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. there could be a relation, but um, I'm not going to talk about that. Anyway, so he he tells him, you know, okay, there's a new you know new person in town, some rookie, um, and I don't know, he's somehow tied to Snow White, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's still kind of all in code, you know. So I was still I was trying to catch up with what that was all about right exactly yeah it's something where because they were trying to figure it out because obviously someone showed you know that was wasting was didn't have a problem wasting that much cocaine on this guy's body right so i think they were just trying to figure out who it was and that's why they go to rick's because i guess rick knows all the coke dealers in town rick, rick is tied in He's tied into <laughs> again rick's place maybe not the best clientele <laughs> he knows who the coke dealers are they yeah. know who the gold runner people are and the heroin people are so yeah yeah, yeah. so he talks about this 20 year old i want to say she was asian although her accent sounded yeah, I think something else i think they said she was korean i thought okay i thought so, they said that so she was married at 11 and suspected yeah. of killing her husband right uh, so she's you know she's tough she's yeah. a tough drug lord and somehow this guy who got a hold of some gold and selling it at half price right and it was really a, probably a more complicated story than I'd normally pay attention to. Um, it was a little confusing, yeah. yeah. But for the sake of the podcast, I'm like, I better figure this out. I right. I understand what's going on. Um, so did you figure it out? Not really. <laughs> what it sounded like to me is that there was some dude or somewhere there was going to be a gold. Someone's going to sell some gold at really cheap. And the other guy that was with this Coke lady, Knight, shoot, what was her name again? Snow White. Snow White. The... That was with her. He's the gold guy. He knows all the gold dealings going on. Right, right. But so, I mean, he's not the gold guy, but he but he knows about it. Yeah, yeah right. He's yeah. the tie-in. Yeah, to, exactly. So he would know about it. So he wants to know about it because he wants to sell. I don't know. He wants to buy it. He wants right, to exactly. It. So then it comes down to they're saying, well, it's probably Laboul. Probably what? Laboul was, was the guy's name. That's oh. who they think oh, oh, yeah. is the one who was doing the gold thing yeah. because he was somewhere from the Philippines. I think they said. Yeah, I don't know where that name. Yeah. Oh, oh, but I, but I forgot when they were talking first. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, 
There's a button for Crap, that. Crap, we can't cut that out because it's in the middle of me talking. But uh, when the um, the one gold dude that was there, <laughs> I, I forget what Magnum says to him, but he comes back with, just because one has an oasis in the desert doesn't mean he drowns people. <laughs> and then Magnum's yeah, right. like, why don't you go write that in the John? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, that's a little too deep for yeah, the show, that, please. That, that was good. Yeah, so they're thinking that maybe Dan found out about the gold somehow, and they did the drug thing to throw him off, right? right so they would right. think it was a drug deal and not a gold deal, so they wouldn't bother. Yeah, so I mean, for not for not one moment did did Magnum think that his buddy no, was involved he knows in no drugs at all, right? Exactly. Cause he, yeah, because he knows him. Yeah, understandably, so, I'd be the same way if you know you got found with uh, drugs in your belly. Thanks, <laughs> so, appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Get my back. Yeah. So, so then they start poking around some more, right? So, right. Um, I'm trying to remember the next scene was. That's when they do you see TC and Island Hoppers. T- TC and the helicopter, right? Yeah, right. Finally, you get to see TC flying around that damn helicopter. Yeah. So they they fly by. They're looking for the boat. Or like Thomas. Yeah. I'll t- so Magnum says a lot during this show. He's like. <laughs> this is a lot like, I'll just feel it. I'll know it when I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll know uh, right. I'll know when it's the yeah. right boat. So Okay. I guess. Trust your intuition, you know, whatever. But, right. So they're flying and um they you know, TC's like, Hey, I want that navy boat. Or you know, yeah. like, no, it's not they're not gonna be that navy boat. So they fly away and looking at some other boats and then Thomas Something is said, and Thomas is like, it's Sunday. Right. They don't have gunnery range practice or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But before we go that far, I want to say something. So I wrote this down. So you got TC, right? His friend TC runs a helicopter business, gets to fly in helicopters all day. Right. And you know what? Rick runs a nightclub, and Magnum gets to drive around and be a PI in a Ferrari. These guys, as a 13 year old watching the show, or maybe even earlier, maybe it might have been 10, 11. These guys all had the best jobs in the oh, world. Yeah. <laughs> like, who didn't want to be any one of these guys? I exactly. mean, yeah, sure, Rick's bar was a little, you know. <laughs> I mean, little, what 13-year-old didn't want to own side. a sketchy bar? I mean, no. <laughs> but, I mean, you see, you got to walk around. Everyone loved him. You had an yeah. awesome was, tux on. You got to talk to some dude playing the disco music, tell him to play it again, Sam. Yeah, right? <laughs> Clearly connected. Right, yeah, levels. exactly. He was obviously making some money. Uh, I don't know. These guys had the best life. Yeah. Um, but anyway, while they're on that helicopter, too, they do have another flashback, remember? Um, there's a lot of this flashback, oh, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. And this is where we also see TC lands the the helicopter in Vietnam. And that's Kinda when they end up the leaving Logia behind. Right. And uh, he's like, go, go. You're, I'm not going to make it. And then, you know, Magnum's yelling out the helicopter and they no. take off, which we'll come back to later. Right. Because <laughs> that obviously makes it. But um, I even wrote I go... <laughs> So as I, at the end of that clip, I'm like, he's definitely coming back to be the bad guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit of fortune. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so hopefully I, I, I didn't spoil it for I'll anybody. be honest. I didn't see it. I, really? I mean, okay. I didn't put it together at that point. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm just thinking it's pretty sucky you all left your buddy behind. Right. I mean, if he's Right. Shot. Well, I think they were worried because there's other guys coming. They were going to go back. Yeah. You don't do that. But we'll – yeah, we'll figure that out. I mean, we'll go, we'll come back to that but anyway. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, and I did right too. While they're doing the helicopter search, there's some weird jazz piano guitar going on. <laughs> like, this is some really odd music choice. Again, maybe it was the version we were watching. I don't think so. I think it was just because they were just trying to, you know, and then just the music they had. <laughs> I will say this is a very sexist comment that TC says. <laughs> Fly by that one of the boats, 
And he's like, did you see that bazooms on that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he made a couple comments. Yeah, he made a couple comments. They were probably a little, uh, I don't want to say not safe for work, but it was maybe not the <laughs> nicest thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like you were saying, so we go back to this. We name our uh, Magnum figures out that, hey, there shouldn't be any military practice. That boat shouldn't be out there. So that's right. when we go back to it. So they go back to it, and it turns out it's not a military boat. It's just kind of done up to look like one from a distance. Right. To throw people off, which, right, yeah. Right. So not a bad idea. The helicopter buzzes by, and they're like, all right, everybody come out with your guns. Yeah. So they all come out, and then Magnum's like, hey, let's let's go by one more time. Yeah. And and then they shot at him. I mean, yeah. we didn't see that. <laughs> they did Yeah, they, they just show him. They show him getting ready to aim in, and then they did cut to their back at Magnum's place. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the dark room. Yeah. Checking yeah. out all the pictures to see how it turned out. And that's when, uh, you know, um, Higgins is there helping him develop the pictures. And uh, he's like, gotcha, oh, an AK-47. He's like, right, like, reeling off all these specs and everything about the gum. He's like, but uh, I like the British whatever gun better. Right, right, <laughs> of course, right. you have to throw that My preference. Of course, yeah. I probably should have wrote that one kind of gun, but I don't know many guns. Um, but yeah, that's when they finally get a picture of the guy in the, uh, the binoculars. And Magnum looks at it. He's like, oh, the way he stands, his build. I, I, I recognize that guy. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, so they do that. TC calls and wants gas money, but of Magnum doesn't have any gas money because he never has any money at all. He has no money. I don't. No paying job. I don't think. Well, know. I don't think anyone ever like this um, mission or whatever he's doing now. No one's paying him. No. The sister didn't say this that he was going to uh, pay him. The admiral didn't say anything about paying no. him. This I mean, maybe he will. Yeah. This yeah. Is. Oh, and then so that's when, because remember that's when he he um, he made some deal, and I guess Higgins was going to get to drive the Ferrari again or whatever. They were. Yeah. That's when they're going to go out. He was going to go tell Rick something. He kind of convinced him to tell Rick uh, to go to Rick's place. And then <laughs> to they went, drop something off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, drop the pictures off. Yeah. And then uh, he, they were going to go back to the base to uh, get to try to get some information. And I just want to say they went in the kitchen because they were feeding the dogs uh, raw the meat. Yeah. And I did notice behind me that I think they had the same oven that was in my mom's house. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that matters, but it did. I'm like, hey, that's my mom's oven. Anyway. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so they go – again, there's another scene where he's kind of hugging the sister and he doesn't take advantage of her. She wants to say, hey. But you also see the guy, the bad guy, now looking through binoculars into the window and sees them in there. And then he follow, ends up following uh, um, Higgins out on the Ferrari. But now yeah, he's got yeah, a new yeah. car. Now look like a new car. You see that car he was in? No. I think it might have been like a 442. I don't know what it was. But, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so they go and take – Basically, what's her name's little car? Which I don't. Oh no, it's actually. I'm sorry, her brother's car. Because that's. Cause remember when he she parked? They parked in his spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when the guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, why are you in his car? Well, it's my brother." It was two in the morning. Yeah, and like I don't know how Magnum got in that car because that thing was tiny, yeah, he's, and he's like six he's, three or something. Isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they do make out in the car, though. You notice that? <laughs> She's like made out with him before he walks in the building. I don't remember that. Yeah. No, no she totally I was did. getting kind of tired, you know. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, you turn it out, like, oh, my God, is this over yet? <laughs> but so then he goes in the building. He's going to pretend like he still works at that base. He's going to muscle his way in. Oh, yeah. And who's at the door? The guy from Beverly Hills. Judge Reinhold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow, yeah. Judge Reinhold. Yeah, was that awesome. was awesome. And he's, he's reading, reading a Robin like a Masters novel. Yeah. yeah, he's reading a Robin Masters novel. Yeah. It was probably like right around Fest times, time too, yeah. right? Yeah, 80? yeah. 
Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he he goes works his way upstairs and again picking a lock because he's a master lock picker. Yes. Must, do they teach that in the Navy now? Um, I don't or know. then, or maybe it's because he was in some special branch. Could be. And that's when he finds a letter from a mom in the file. Yeah. Who's this is son, a stretch. Whose son went missing from a flight from the Philippines on the Pearl Harbor Day, basically. Right, right. And that's... someone, she saw a news clip of someone found a plane, and they think that it might be. <laughs> yeah, some amateur divers <laughs> yeah, found this exactly. plane. They thought it might be from from uh, Pearl Harbor. Right, so they thought and it might, yeah, she thought it might be that plane. So She's like, perhaps it could be my son. Yeah, so he just takes it upon himself. He's going to go to Japan and check the registry of airplanes and right. see if, this, if yeah. they're missing one. The brother. Yeah, the, yeah, the guy who died. The brother, yeah. yeah. So, yeah so and that's kind of how it all tied in. So it turns out that Captain Cooley was aware that that plane contained a load of gold. Right. And that's basically he had the other guy killed. It seems like, yeah, it looks like he was in cahoots right. <laughs> with Cahoots. and those guys. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, I mean, so now Magnum figures out, he's like, okay, there's got to be something to do with the gold. Cause, right. So, and Cooley's involved. Right. He so, was Cooley was out. Yeah. And that's when he goes to leave. To well, come. He, he's like, I'm going to check Cooley's office real quick before I go. Oh, did, no, I think he just went in there because the elevator was calling. Oh, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And he just happened to pick he that. He picked the lock. He picked the lock okay. in there. And who does he find in there? Dead Cooley. Dead Cooley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess he's been dead since Friday and no one noticed him. <laughs> he's like, yeah, by the looks of him, he's been dead since Friday. And I don't know what day it was. I don't know. And I don't know Could why he was killed. <laughs> right. So that's um, the thing. is like, why was he killed, though? Because I mean, they don't say it. We no, don't, they don't. Like, they don't. I don't. I don't know. So there must have been other people involved and they didn't want to share their gold. I'm Maybe, sure I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, this, is, this is where you know it's just too complicated. There's just too much going on. Only the mind of Magnum PI can. Right, and I even wrote in here about the whole thing. Like this is a little convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so they they leave there. Him and the, the sister leave there. And they go back to Rick's place. And all oh, right, and they meet up. Right. Do, do they and meet it, up with the girl? With the well, so they woman? go they go on that way, but they uh, end up meeting because remember because at that point. You go in and you see Higgins comes and brings the pictures to Rick. Right, right. And that guy comes in, the oh, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rick happens to notice that guy leaves when Higgins so does. So he follows him. Yeah, he's like, let's go. And he just like opens up some things like Uzi's in there. Yeah. So he follows him <laughs> with like an automatic weapon. It was an Uzi. I'm almost positive yeah, it was. Yeah. And he gives and he gives TC a gun of some other sort. And then he's going run down the street. Yeah. And so this guy stops Higgins and he's right. like um, I don't know. Pulled a gun on him, right? And Higgins, or Higgins did some moves. Yeah, he did. He did a karate chop. He's like, I should let you know. I'm a- <laughs> he's like, I should have warned you. <laughs> um, but yeah, but he obviously didn't do anything. Um, but then, so Rick's running down the street with a newsie. No one cares, right? And Again, he, it's a much seedy part of town, right? He just cuts the guy in half, basically, right? Right, because he pulls the gun out and he goes to shoot at Magnum, right? And Rick shoots him, and Magnum gets hit. And the same damn shoulder again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably the exact same shoulder. Right, exactly. Um, so. So the bad guy's dead. Right. And everyone else is alive. Um, so, so wait. So yeah. So then they go back. He goes back to his place and his sister's there in bed. Full makeup. And I thought, I'm like, what's going on with this? But 
nothing happens. She comes out of there. And anyway, he's, I got to, he's like, I got to go to the airport because I know now he's on a plane to Hong Kong. How? I don't know. He just knew. I didn't know. And he knew, <laughs> again, the same thing you were talking about. He missed the first flight, but somehow he knew he wasn't there. Now, I don't know. They never say Magnum has like ESP. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to allude to that a lot of the show. Like he's got a lot of he's got a gift. gut feelings. Um, so when he's there, who does he see? Two girls. Oh yeah, right. So They're they were flight attendants. Yeah. I'm yes. sorry, flight attendants. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Stewardesses. At that time, they were called stewardesses. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, Magnum does not. Magnum, I'm sorry. Girls Magnum girls doesn't the... get shot there. He gets shot at, but he doesn't get shot. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He gets shot. Right. So then he sees them. So what happens, those girls see him, they go, Magnum. And then Robert Loggia turns his head. Right. And he's like, oh, that's the guy. And he goes after him. Then he finally figures out who it is. It turns out to be um, the, whatchamacallit guy. Robert Loggia. Yeah. He was was the one. He's like, why didn't you come back for me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then. I mean, it's because. Really, and basically, he's it. like, "Why don't you come back for me?" And then just pulls a gun, yeah, and shoot him right this away. Quick shot, yeah, and, and he, then he, he pinches uh, Magnum, and Magnum fires off at about the same time, right? And that's when Magnum gets hit, hit in the same shoulder again. Yeah, yeah. So, and then basically, and then when they're both kind of falling against their uh, opposite walls or whatever, walls, yeah, right. he's like, "We did come back." And I weren't there. Yeah, and Logia's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this whole thing could have turned out Yeah. I could have been a I could have been somebody, but I was yeah, But see, it all ties back a, to that. They left him behind. Right. So exactly. first of all, the dude told him, go on, I'm not gonna Right, make right, it. exactly. But but I didn't as really a soldier, mean it. I think you're like, you know, nobody right. left behind, right? Yeah. So like I said, it all turns out as a big misunderstanding. I'm like, oh well, not too many people died. Right. right. <laughs> only those yeah, limited deaths. Only those two bad guys, one good guy, three yeah. bad I don't know, yeah. captain. And that was pretty much it, right? Because then they go back and then it's like the next day. Right. Right. And uh, you know, Magnum's back to his place and this is where I got confused. I wasn't sure what Higgins said something to him. Oh no, no, no. Didn't he take off some because he said something about French <laughs> They're going to be like three French. I thought they said French dudes, but then I think they said stews. So they have stewardesses too, and that's what they just called them oh, stews. Maybe, and that's kind of how it ended. Was yeah. he was going to go, you know, meet up? Yeah. I'm assuming three French female flight attendants. Right, right. So and that was the end. So overall, I would say this is a it was a it was a good show. Right. Good. I mean, sure, there were little weird plot things, but you always well, know that. Yeah. But it, I mean, great introduction. It was yeah. great how they explained right. the premise of the show. Totally they played out for years. Uh-huh. Right. You know, just for, based on yeah. that first episode. Right. Um, it wasn't as, uh, like, if you look back at the other shows we've done so far, Greatest American Hero, Six Million Dollar Man, uh, Knight Rider. Uh-huh. It, it, was, it wasn't, it didn't, it, it wasn't as playful you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a little more serious. Yeah. A little more serious. Yeah. A little more serious. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was definitely, a, I would, maybe yeah, it's a different this category. Wasn't, right. Sure. Right. This def- definitely wasn't as much of a family show as those other ones were like, Grace making here, obviously wasn't really necessarily geared towards kids, but it was but geared towards a family. Kids, yeah. Right. Where this was more for adults. <laughs> Yet we watched it as kids. Well, right. Because, you had one TV right. and four channels, right. so you really exactly. had no choice. So, yep. um, 
that's, I mean, what else are you going to do? I don't think we had a <laughs> VCR in 1980. <laughs> I know we had an early one. We had a Betamax. Yeah, in fact, you were, you were one of the first people. Yeah, but I the, still think that, I think that was like 83. <laughs> yeah. It was, it weighed 7,000 pounds. If I remember correctly, it had, it had knobs on it to change the channel. Yes, it did. Yeah. It did have knobs. So just like your TV, it would go chunk, chunk. Yeah. <laughs> the VCR did the same thing. But it did have a remote control that had a cord that you could hit pause on. Oh. So you can, when you were recording it, while you were actually watching it, you can pause out the commercials. So why you're recording it, I don't know. <laughs> while you're watching and recording it. Exactly. I guess if you're at home and we're recording it for your spouse. Right. Oh, honey, right. I took out all the commercials for you. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah, that's it. And I, like, like you said, I, I think it was a good episode too. I think it held up pretty well. Um, probably, yeah. yeah. Probably is the this, most. Now, is this another one that they're talking about rebooting? Yes. And I, I already see. forgot who it was, but yes, it is being rebooted. All these old, uh, yeah, old nostalgia is big just, right now. Like you know what? Today's shows suck. Right. We got to bring back those old ones that worked. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, you figure. Well, we're Gen Xers technically, right? So right. we're not, not we're the biggest group. But we're at that age now where they expect us to have money <laughs> and time to watch these things because we're adults now. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, this is definitely coming back. I forgot when they said it is. Um, um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. You know, do they still have, like, an iconic car? Is it still the same yeah, right, premise? Right. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Is it still in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. I, I would hope so. Yeah. Kind of the Hawaii is part of is one of the characters, really, as they yeah, say. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is. It's uh, definitely, you know, the, the background of the whole show. Right, exactly. And especially later on. Um, so, because I think doesn't he becomes friends with someone in uh, Five-O, is it called? Like, you know, okay, not yeah. Hawaii Five-O, but... Yeah, he threw down Five-O. Right. Like, and he, and I, I vaguely remember later on, he does have a pretty good contact that he talks to on a regular basis there. Yeah. Maybe he was in the military with him, too. I don't know, but... <laughs> Could be. We'll but, see. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be coming back to this one too, just as the other shows. Again, if you've listened this far, um, we did the pilot of Magnum. We've done pilots so far, the other shows, and we are going to be coming back to them. So these shows, once we talk about the pilot, we come back, we'll do other episodes that we find interesting. And if you have any suggestions of episodes that you find interesting, uh, we'll try to do those as well. Yeah, any favorites, let us know. Yeah. you know, we do plan on hitting additional shows that we haven't yet. So, yeah. um, you know, if you have any any preferences, things you want to see, um, definitely give us a shout and let us know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's about it, right? Yeah, that'll do it. All right. And uh, again, uh, this is I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Figueroa. I'm Mike Sullivan. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I'll have that drink now. Whiskey, if you please. Don't ruin my whiskey with ice. I'm not a bloody American. Sorry.